hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Roll For It, a fast-paced Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring random monsters and epic adventures. Each episode, we will roll for it, using the dice to randomly select which monster we face out of our list of 100 options. Even our DM won't know what comes next. Every monster becomes part of a continuous journey that pushes our characters to grow together as they grow stronger. We'll be leveling up every episode, so our characters will get very powerful very fast as we approach the final boss. So whether you're brand new to the game or a true D&D veteran, thank you for tuning in to Roll For It. Season two. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Woo. hey. good to see I'm you. I'm drunk. No, I'm kidding. everybody's <laughs> sh- wasted over here. We should have a, a, sh- a wasted episode as a bonus content. That would be. A, that's a beautiful idea. I think that'd be great. Episode ten. Get all drunk and belligerent. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking that's bullshit. It's us at a tavern. <laughs> yes. Can you guys actually introduce yourselves to the audience real quick? Hey, everybody. I'm Colleen, and I play a turtle named Gram Gram. She is a cleric of the nature goddess Eldaith. She's a lover, not a fighter, but her trusty frying pan will serve a good whooping if she really needs to give it. What's up, everybody? My name is Andrew, and my character's name is Eric. He's a Githzerai. For 20 years, Eric trained with shadow monks, but now is his time to return to the city and fight for the good of its people. Hey listeners, I'm Kendall, and my character is a super tough, ambitious, young half-orc named Zula. She's muscular and wields a huge, fancy great axe. And I'm Jake. I'm the dungeon master, so I'm controlling all the non-player characters and randomly determined monsters. Episode 5, folks, we're halfway to the end, <laughs> and uh, that means we are at level 5, because every new episode is a new level of play. So everybody's a little tougher. Yes. You guys, uh... Wait, did we read a roll for the next monster? We did, huh? Last uh, week. We yeah. did roll for this monster last week. Yeah. In a video. We rolled a 17 for what we're going to encounter this episode. Previously, you three, <laughs> the last guardians to remain after the hundreds of others mysteriously vanished, have been on the run. You eventually came across another former guardian, Declan, the ranger, who told you that the disappearance has happened before. He gave you a key that you could use to break into the Guild of Guardians and search the office of its founder, the first guardian for clues on where everybody else went. And now having snuck into the building, Zula, Erak, and Gramgram, you've placed the crystal key that Declan gave you into the lock of the golden Dumbledore Dumbledores. <laughs> into the lock of the golden double doors to the first guardian's office. The doors open silently, and inside you're greeted only by Harry Potter. By more <laughs> darkness. <laughs> It's dark. It's dark. What do you guys do? Hello. Anyone home? People of dark vision, can can we see anything? With your yeah. dark vision, you I, see. I could touch you and you could have it. Because you can cast dark vision. Yeah. You must Just have to clarify. Consent. Just to clarify. Consent, consent granted. I, I can cast dark vision. With your dark vision, you see only in shades of gray. 
and the shapes that you can make out are of a busy office covered in strange decorations and cobwebs. By busy, I mean it's full of stuff, not like people moving around. But it's been like abandoned. It seems like it is covered in cobwebs. Doesn't look like anyone's been home for a while. As you enter the room, it becomes illuminated magically by multicolor candlelight. There's candles sort of uh, Ah, spread all throughout the room. Yeah. So the purples, greens, blues, and oranges all combine into a well-balanced white light that reveals the rest of the room once you've walked in. The elaborate desk and chair are a gold that shines even through the dusty layers of cobwebs, and shelves adorn either wall with mysterious jewels, decorative trinkets, and on and on. Seems like it's been abandoned for quite a while. Shall we press forward? I don't know. I think I'm going to look around a little bit more. You see all types of interesting things. Many trinkets on display are gifts from the guild's clients. They've got notes on them like, Thank you for saving my vineyard. Thank you for rescuing my fiancé. Once in a while, the notes are addressed to D. Thank you, D. We are forever in your debt, D. The letter D. Are there like dates on them at all a couple of them have dates and all of them have been within the last 50 60 years but none more recent than 10 15 years ago okay i wonder who d is yeah he seems like a great guy maybe he was the last to do good we have to find him the last first guardian the first last guardian the first first, last first first, uh, the last of the fourth the last last (laughs) maybe it's declan his name sounds like it starts with the D. <laughs> You're right. Actually, there's a P in front of it. But silent. that's quite an assumption. It could be other D names as well. Daisy. <laughs> Derek. Dave. Oh, no. It's Dave. When you say Dave, the room suddenly... No. <laughs> uh, what else do you guys want to look at in this room? Paperwork. Yeah, could I check the yeah. desks? Sure. So you get over the desk, and the surface of it seems completely bare, but you really can't tell because it's obscured by dust and cobwebs. Could I sweep that dust off? Like, You sure can. And when you wipe off the surface of the desk, you see something etched into the gold finish. Mm. It's a It's a map of some kind. Sloppily carved right into the desk as if it's drawn by somebody with a knife. Can I check the walls for, like, secret doors or something? Or yeah, just sure. Something? Make a perception check there. Does the map say anything, like any letters, or is it just like a, like a trail with an X? Like, is there any writing? It looks like a sprawling structure, like a few different buildings, kind of all in one. And you actually soon recognize this map. You haven't seen it before, but you soon recognize this place as the secret monastery where you were trained. Mm. I got a five, by the way. A five on your perception <laughs> check. So uh, you are kind of fumbling around in the walls and, and brushing off spider webs and everything. You don't find any secret entrances or levers. You do find a uh, trinket that kind of calls out to your kleptomania nature a little bit. Sick. I'm going to take it. <laughs> you don't want to know what it is. It's just yeah, I'm it's put it in on. your pocket. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Graham Graham sees you and like purses her lips like a. Mm. <laughs> no one's going to take it. So might as well. It cannot be. Who could have done this? Lukula Aura, where I was trained and raised. We must find the origins of this map. Well, should we go back to your monastery? And No, I, I don't know. Hmm. 
Suddenly, the three of you hear a strange dragging sound from outside the room. Oh, maybe he's back. You turn <laughs> towards the door, and you see a large wooden crate, four foot on a side. It slides out in front of the door, coming to a full stop just outside as if it were a huge package just for you. Large black numbers are stamped on the side of the crate as if to label it. 17. The number you rolled for this episode's Ooh. random monster. Wow. We better get out of here. Who's there? Did you draw? Do you need me to sign anything? <laughs> a large fist covered in fur suddenly emerges from the crate, punching through the side of the crate facing you. How did the box get here? The clawed hand scrapes at the wood, chipping another chunk of it away. Oh, look at that. And revealing through this hole that it has created the large yellow eyes and huge yellow teeth of the monster within. Dark gray smoke flows unnaturally from the damaged crate, and the creature strikes it again from within. Roll initiative, y'all. Welcome, angry friend. 20. Ooh. 20 is high. 13. 15. Zula, you're going to be up first, but before I go on, I just want to give you a sense of the space you're in, so... So the office that you're in is on the second floor of this three-story guild hall, the Guild of Guardians Hall. And you broke a window to get in here in the first place. The two upper floors are basically a variety of rooms and offices that are connected by a suspended balcony that circles around the main floor that's like 30 feet below. This tower of balconies is a perfect square, and at the ground floor beneath you is the reception desk where you first signed up for the guild with Ted. And you guys are right now in this 20 foot by 20 foot office. What do you do? We have to keep it away from this desk. We need this map. I'm going to try to lift up, not lift it up, but lift up the crate. Okay. Not lift it, but toss it. <laughs> toss it over a balcony. Is it sure. Return balcony? to sender. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a rail, but you can try and like use the rail as leverage and just shove it up and over. I'm going to do it. Go ahead and make a strength check for me. Please. 15. 15. Okay. With impressive force, you run up to it and you lift it up. But just before you can get it over the edge, it just like reaches a claw out and slashes at you. But it throws you off balance enough and the weight shift, it just drops onto the ground. And you unfortunately don't get it all the way over the balcony. I'd say just for safekeeping before potentially we might destroy this whole office right now. I'll take like a blank scribe paper or whatever with some charcoal. Go over that map and just like kind of. Sure. Copy it. And it's going to take your whole turn, but like, oh, man. over to Gram Gram. I come out and see what Zula's up to. Oh, so close, but no bananas or cigars. And I uh, cast command, and I'm going to tell it to sleep. See the big yellow eyes in the box yeah. and command it to sleep. So yeah. I'm going to make a... Wisdom 14. Wisdom 14. I didn't get that. Ooh. Whatever it is, is going to attempt to... Follow your command to the best of its ability. Good night. You see like this matted fur just like cover up the hole in the box and it just seems to be trying to get comfortable in there. <laughs> nice and quiet. <laughs> and then it's it's turn is over. The command spell has worked and Zula, you're up. Sick. And it's only doing that for one round? Right. Uh-huh. All right. I'm going to push it off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do it. So uh, make another strength check for me. Oh, my. <laughs> I got a one. Oh. Why are my rolls Another one. Uh, will you roll another d20 for yeah. me? Just to make sure it's not really, really, really bad. 
What? No way. What is no. it? It's a one. No. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. How is that possible? Stop using that dice. Okay, you're right. You're in time. That you're dice right. is in time. What you- I can't use All right. it. Double critical fail? All right, Azula switches dice. She manages to struggle and pick up this giant box, and you try to, like, back next to the balcony rail and lift it over, and then you drop it just at the wrong time. You're going to fall 30 feet to the main floor. Oh. Let me roll some damage here for you. <laughs> You're going to take 12 bludgeoning damage when you slam into the ground. Oh, God. And the crate just bounces back <laughs> right where it was next to Gram Gram. And Zula, your turn is over. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish making this map, roll it up, put it in my little sack, and I'm going to run up to that crate right there and, get, right. and brace myself for, for whatever. whatever happens. And then it's Gram Gram's turn, and suddenly it just starts snarling again. Well, you're grumpy. Zula! Can you, can you walk? Can you get back up here? Yeah, just give me a second. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. You see sparkles above Gram Gram's head, and there's this light purple frying pan that's sparkly, and I'm just going to keep it near me. Okay. And then it is the creature's turn, and it is going to try and break out of this crate. Doom, 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 doom. Mm-mm. Ooh, Mm-mm. it's pretty strong. <laughs> In one powerful motion, it just breaks out of this crate and then it stands all the way up seven or eight feet tall and it's this humanoid hyena-shaped creature. It's this giant thing that stands on two legs and has long muscular arms and is covered in fur that's occasionally matted with dried up blood and its mouth is dripping with saliva. And it is wielding a flail that is emitting this dark gray smoke. And the flail has three skulls on the ends of it, each of them with a slightly different color, creating these smoke effects. This is a knoll. Knolls are the hyena folk, and Flind is this especially tough one. And it's just broken out of this thing, and it looks at Arak, and it looks at Gram Gram, and it says, I, Nar, the bone eater, you, weak. Well, you have bad posture. (laughs) I, death. And then it's going to charge at Arak, who's right in front of it. But this turns over, so (laughs) Zula, you're up. I'm going to go ahead and run. Are there, are there stairs near me? <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be a bit of a journey to get back to the yeah. stairs and up. It's not like a gutter she could climb or something like that? or You could try and climb up like a pillar if you want because these balconies are suspended over like these metal pillars. Yeah, I'll just climb it. Or you climb it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I got plans. <laughs> plans is good. Okay. You just uh, wince through the pain and you get back to your feet and start to climb. So you just make it to the ledge of the balcony and you can like just pull yourself up top if you use oh, your whole okay. action. Oh, sweet then. Um, I'm just going to surge to take my extra action. Okay. And then um, I want to like hop over the balcony to swing at it. You leap over the little balcony basically from right behind it and make a swing. Go ahead. 15. 15 is not going to hit it. There's <gasps> chainmail. Oh, Welcome right. to level five. Oh Hello. He ducks and uh, his flail comes up and you just slam into the flail and uh, he snarls at you and says, stupid. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Eric, you're up. Well, since he's right in front of me, I want to use uh, extra attack okay. and hit him uh, with the commas going for his... Uh, 
what do you call that right there? The back? Um, the Achilles? The Achilles, things. It's got those, like, you know, like those... Those backwards. Those, yeah, those yeah. funky legs. Well, whatever it is, he, I'm sure he has it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going for it. You aim for the ankle this time, and he just lifts the one ankle up and swishes past him. There's another ankle. 22. Okay, so 22 is going to do it. Uh, and he's limping. You slash through like, the, the quite as front of his leg. One, and he's stunned, right? But, uh, Stunning strike. Knowles are a byproduct of like a demon lord. And so I have to make a saving throw to see if I will be stunned. Destroy everything, damage, but he's not stunned. All right, all right. So the thing is struck in the leg, and it snarls at you. Its eyes just widen, almost like it's excited about What happened was, fun story, this demon lord came up and just slaughtered everything in sight. And then hyenas came and fed on. For the and day. I cast blindness and they would and eat so much that Ooh. they would explode nice. kind of and my goal here? into 14. these 19. Oh, Those wow. are the first ever yeah. gnolls. It stares over at you and you cast this streak of light from your blindness spell and it looks right at it and it's almost like this is nothing to me, just like yeah. looking through at you. I say, what's that behind you? And then, <laughs> <laughs> boom! <laughs> With that spiritual weapon. All right, that glowing spectral frying pan comes down and swings. That's a 19. Clunk, you hit him like in the back of that hyena hump that he's got, mm -hmm. and uh, he sort of stumbles forward a little bit. I kill magic folk and eat them. All right, he looks at you all and he says, Who? Biggest weak. I'm sorry, but your grammar is terrible. <laughs> what? Biggest week? I've had a good weeks and bad weeks. Who killed first? Mm, you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the biggest week. And he leaps over the balcony. You know, yeah. And he looks at you after you say that, Graham, and he says, you last. And he swings once at Kendall. Or not Kendall. Who? <laughs> <laughs> swings once at Zula. You've got chainmail armor now that you picked up from a dead body yeah. recently. I've got a 24 to hit you. Oh, yeah, t totally didn't hit me. <laughs> Zula, you're going to be hit by the flail of madness. Wow. This uh, skull as it winds towards you and then hits you hard in like the upper chest, glowing with this yellow light as it strikes you. And you're going to take 12 bludgeoning damage, and wow. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. So I got a two. Next turn, you're going to swing at somebody random, which means it could be me. Oh, okay. Could be me. And next, he's going to swing the flail of pain at Eric. Ooh, a critical fail. Yes. Ooh. So, Eric, you just easily duck out of the way as this flail goes wide, <gasps> wide over you. Nice try. Snarls and fury and is going to swing again with the flail of paralysis at Eric. Why? Because he doesn't <laughs> like you. This one, I got a... 15 to hit. Armor class is 17. Damn. Damn. Fast as fuck. Okay. Freaks out that he missed you and he uh, swings again. And this one, you just barely duck out of the way. This one has this red light in the skull. Spliffs over your head. And he says, Beauty Windman, die. You'll never catch me. And it's Zula's turn. I'm going to swing for its ankles. So uh, this yellow has like lit up into your eyes, and you're going to swing at a random target now, and let's decide who that's going to be, Arak or this knoll. It's a three. Hey, all right, so make your attack roll against Nard the Bone Eater. Yeah. Oh, it's not quite enough. Damn, this guy's tough. What is he, like 16? He actually 17? like jumps into it before you get a good chance to swing it with full force, and you're going to shove back and get one more strike in. Let's see what you get. 18. As you strike him like through the belly with your second great axe attack, he uh, snarls at you. He says, muscle lady, weak. 
I'm up. And uh, I want to I want to leap up, okay. jump in the air, and give him a slash towards his face. All right, make your attack rolls. Oh, seven and seven. Uh, <laughs> he ducks backwards and just slices past his throat. And he <laughs> damn it! I spend a, a key point and do a flurry of blows. It just pushes its chest out towards you, and you bash oh. into it twice, but you can't. You just kind of bruise your fists a little bit. And we're gonna cut over to Graham Graham's turn. Oh. Right, magic is only for those that know how to use it. Time to stop playing with our little toy. I'm gonna cast Dispel Magic on the staff. Ooh. So as you begin to cast the spell, you sense this this weapon has been like demonically blessed, basically. Uh, like it's Ugh. this tainted evil item. Smells like wet dog. Yeah. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and try to dispel that, and your DC to hit for that is going to be a 15 because it's 10 plus. So I just roll level five item. 16. Oh. It's hey. a pretty epic move. Very good. Very good. Power move. His weapon, as he starts to flail it around his head, the smoke sort of just stops, and the glow from these skulls uh, vanishes. Nice. And then I say, now it's time for your spanking. And I whip him in the butt with my pants. Here it comes. <laughs> okay. That's a nat 20 plus six. All right. Nat 20. Woo! Roll out. So he's hit hard in the butt by a frying pan. <laughs> Whoop. Critical ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> Round one. Not weak. And then he mm-hmm. turns between you two and he looks at Zula and he's going to try and shove you over the balcony. Bring it on. Already done it once. <laughs> 21. I'm going to have you make a dexterity saving throw as you try to catch this rail here. Catch it. How's oh, that? No. I got a six. You go oh. falling again. Zula, no. 17 bludgeoning this time as you hit the ground again hard. Just a couple of feet away from where you hit it the first time. So we're fighting two enemies. This Jesus. thing and the ground right now. <laughs> <Is that what? laughs> and now it turns and flails and says, puny wind man, and swings his flail at you. So you're hit with seven bludgeoning damage from this flail. Luckily, oh. no additional effect takes place. From that, he like gets up on the rail and he points at Zula and he says, Weak one, you first. And then he leaps towards the steps. So he's like right at the top of the steps leading to the oh. ground floor. And then it is Zula's turn. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to get up. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to try to intimidate him. If you're so tough, come and fight me down here. You dead. Uh and then I'm going to I'm going to second wind so I can heal. That ground fucking her up. I was at 4. <laughs> That's one more fall from the Yeah. <laughs> like fight me down here. All right. I'm going to get as close to him as possible and then twist my battle Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Axe to turn into two hand axes. Sure. And then I'm going to just chuck one at him. So you make this transformation with your weapon as you run forward and then with a running start you hurl this hand axe. Uh, 16. So the axe manages to cut through some of the chainmail armor and hit him hard in the shoulder and some blood sprays out and then it's Arak's turn. How far away is he from us? He's like 30 feet from okay. you guys. And he's running towards Zula right now? Yep, he's running towards the bottom floor. I'm going to run the 30 feet and like leap toward him. Like the stairs that he's on, there's like nothing on the other side, right? But like a fall. Yeah, so... Could I like tackle him? You might go with him. That's fine. Do it. <laughs> That's fine. 16. Okay, that'll hit. So you're, you are going to knock him off of his feet. And, and then an eight. Okay, so he does lose his footing, but he stumbles like down the stairs and not off of the stairs. Okay. So now you're like we're, sort we're of... We're tumbling together? Yeah, you tumble down a couple of steps and you stop your slide. Okay. I'm going to cast command. Halt! I got a 16 on that. Wow. Wisdom save. I'm going to then cast second level healing word on Zula. You get eight. Eight more. <gasps> Yay. Go get him, sweetheart. So Nar the Bone Eater is going to uh, hop up to his feet. And what a predicament because there's this uh, monk on the ground here, which mm. makes it really easy to hit him. But the weak one that he wants to kill is Zula. So he's going to point at Zula and say, wait. And then boom, boom, boom. Try his best to hit you three times, Arak, with this flail, which luckily. Why three? Why three? Because three. (laughs) He's got three things on it, and he gets three attacks with the flail. He's missing all three. My lowest one was an 18. What? Oh. Oh, no. This is a tough. This is a tough guy. So is this y'all. where I like is this where I die? Like right now? You might fall unconscious. We're gonna see what happens, yeah? Oh fuck. So a total of twenty nine bludgeoning damage. <laughs> oh my god. Woo! How you doing? I'm down to one. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm down. Alright. So uh you try your very best to like roll out of the way, raise up your arms, whatever you can do, but this uh this flail just keeps coming down with a vengeance and hitting you each time. And it breaks a small piece of your bone on your forearm and it hits into your ribs oh, knocking the wind out of you. Uh it's going to spit on you and then run the rest of the way towards Zula. Oh, so disrespectful. Zula, it's right up next to you and it is your turn. Uh I want to attack it twice. With the one hand axe I have. Sure. Yeah, the other one is over it's actually like, right by Arak mm-hmm. on the steps. Yeah. <gasps> what? Two nat 20s. No. <laughs> Bro, look at it. Yo. Look at it. You were owed some 20s there. I know. All right. And you're a, a half orc, which is extra, extra crit, good. Crit. Yeah. I'm going to take a that picture That so this. crit. Let me break this down one I'm time for our listeners. Heavy. Zula's going to get two d6s for each hit uh, because it's a critical. And she's also going to get a bonus one for each because she's a half-orc, which means her criticals are, I think the quoted word is savage. Wow. Big dice energy. Plus your strength modifier times two. Times two. 22. The creature is bloodied. As am I, laying on the floor. (laughs) I'm so upset that he hit 
Eric so many times and he's just <laughs> on the ground that I just find my inner rage, not rage, I shouldn't say rage, that's a barbarian. Mm-hmm. My you inner... Can be, you can have rage and not be a barbarian. Just, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and just swing at his legs and then swing it back around my head to swing again at his chest. Give you some momentum there, I mm-hmm. like that. You slash deep into his quad and then your first strike. And uh, he like goes to protect down low when you swing back, but you get right under his arms and slash across his chest. Blood sprays over you and your armor. Iraq, you are up. You are down, but you're up. What do you do? Should I fight him? Should I risk that? I'm gonna go for it. I gotta get my revenge. Just like run away. So I'm gonna stand up. <clears throat> this ends now. Very slowly, pull my commas up. Almost like they're almost too heavy, you know? Okay. I'm so bloodied right now. You got your one hit point, and you're going yeah, for it. Yeah, I'm going for it, and they just kind of shake it off like, <laughs> and I just leap at him. It stabs through some of his armor and uh, into his shoulder. And I'm going to spend a flurry of blows, one key point. Okay. And just get him with the two, like, uppercut, but with the knee kind of thing. Oh, 21. He just keeps going, ah! snarling and looking at each of you and uh, he still doesn't have any type of fear in his eyes it's just relentless like rage and destruction and your turns up is it is it yep. yeah yeah all is. right you see behind you this turtle come right up to you and it's just kind of an awkward like I'm so proud of you gives you a kiss on the cheek <laughs> oh, thank you. and uh, i'm casting uh third level cure wounds on you all right oh 38 plus 3, and you fuck me. You get 11. Okay, so you three now are all like right near this creature, and it uh, snarls and smiles, and it raises its flail again, and it's going to uh, swing at Zula like it promised. So Zula's gonna take these two hits. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! 14 damage, bludgeoning. Ooh, okay. Uh, you're hitting one side and you're hitting another and then it raises its flail to strike Zula again to try and bring her down finally and then the exterior front door flies open like just the doorknob was just punched in really hard and uh, you look (laughs) oh punched but not with a hand it was punched with a hoof and you look over and you see that uh, Durbin has just kicked in the door yes and he slowly uh, trots into the room and uh, looks around, and the knoll looks over to Durbin, and it says, weak. And it turns towards Durbin and runs towards him. <gasps> oh, my God. No. Don't you touch that strange donkey. So, Erak and Zula, you guys can make attacks of opportunity as it rushes towards Durbin. 19. 23. Whoa. Durbin! Okay, this thing is very bloody now. Uh, it turns away from you. It's a lot of blood this guy has. It, it, <laughs> so it has a lot of blood. And uh, a lot of it is on you, folks, as you stab two more blades into it as it runs towards Durbin. Durbin is going to, uh, kick up his for the feet. first time, like raise its eyebrows <laughs> and uh, spin around pretty quickly, kick up his legs, and hit this Flynn right in the chest with its <laughs> mule Feet. Legs, feet, hooves, <laughs> feet. What's the word? Feet. <laughs> Little Mermaid. Yeah, that's an actual lyric. Come on. Beautiful. It's true. So, Durbin kicks this thing in the chest, and it actually flies off of its feet. No um, <laughs> Very, very close to dead. That's a strong donkey. And it lands on the ground, and it's got two hoof prints like through its armor and Good looking job, around in kind of a daze, and it is Zula's turn. So I, I want to grab my other hand axe. Sure. 
and then just kind of like leap and attack. Okay, so just land on its chest, basically, as it's yeah. just laying there. Do it! Do it! And they both stab into its chest, like right where its armor is weakened by giant mule hooves. And it takes one hand and it pulls you in close. And then it turns and points at Durbin and says, Not weak. <laughs> <laughs> and then its uh, tongue pops out of its mouth and its head rolls back and it uh, releases its grip. And just like that, Nar the Bone Eater Ooh! was no more. Later, Nar. Later, Nar. We shredded the Nar. Nar you yeah. later. <laughs> we just keep getting interrupted, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, little donkey man. Uh, I actually, I want to like hug Durbin. You go up to him and you embrace him. <laughs> Durbin, I've, I always doubted you, but today <laughs> you saved us. So when you release Durbin, he um, puts his snout back and digs something out of his pack, and it's a, uh, it's a carrot, and he like drops it at your feet. Oh, it's a little present. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for you. It's just I got just... a little bit of slobber on it. Yeah, yeah. I I pick it up, and I like break off the slobbery part. Okay. I give the slobbery part to Eric, <laughs> and I just eat the, the good part. <laughs> I like mm. carrots, too. <laughs> <laughs> Durbin, do you have another one in there? Maybe next time. I'm really confused how this package just arrived here still. <laughs> <laughs> what about that map we saw? My monastery. Well, someone else knows where it is and felt like they had to carve it into a gold desk. We should head there now. It might be in danger. I know the entrance. Well, hold on. I, I need a nap. Mm. Feeling very sleepy. And I think I'm going to write a bad review for the mail service here. <laughs> yes, I, I think we should rest first. But it is urgent. We will go. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're, you fell from the balcony twice. <laughs> <laughs> I must connect with my goddess because I'm feeling very low. Uh, so as you guys are like figuring this out, uh, Ted, the Warforged administrator guy, he just like enters the building, flipping through a clipboard, and he glances up and sees you, and he kind of jumps a little bit, just surprised to see the three of you in here. Mm. And he's like, oh, you're alive. We've made a bit of a mess. Were you the one that dropped off that package? <laughs> um, and he flips through a couple of pages on his clipboard, and he's like, I, I work here. Uh, just with the crate you're doing. I mean, part of my job. Part of so my... you you knew we were here, and and you you did this. You did this, Ted. I, I work here. Who's yeah. your manager? I want to speak with him now. <laughs> you know, D, the first guardian. What was his? What? What? You... Excuse me. D, um, D, who started the place hundred years ago and uh, sort of runs things. Nobody sees D anymore. And, uh, Where yeah. can we find him? I don't know. But he ordered this package, so... Well, D said if there's any snoopers just to release the security system, and this is, you know... Ted, you saw nothing. You did not see us tonight. Yes, what are you going to do now? Well, um, guess I'll just go back to work. Oh, fuck this guy. He's not saying shit. Watch your mouth. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Frustrated. It's all right, but you can use better words. If you don't tell me where D or who he is, 
I'm going to have to cut you. Where he is. And where that, he is. Yes. Where, yes, of course. <laughs> I'm going to cut you with these commas. Slow down. So I said I don't know where D is, and uh, I'm serious. Um, technically, I was supposed to, you know, get this thing to kill you, and that didn't happen. But also, technically, I'm supposed to serve the Guardians and make sure everything is good. So and- you could serve us by helping us with the information we are asking you, or at least... At least keeping us here a secret. That I can do. We're very tired. That's understandable because that thing was very dangerous. Did you just have it in a box? Like, how did you take care of it? Once in a while, things get cycled through here and we just find uses for them as they come and go. Mm, Okay. (laughs) What does D stand for? Do you know? D. It's the first letter of Diodora. She's the one who started the guild. So I should sum it up by saying you guys, like, go to sleep within a safe room in the guild, uh, keeping a careful watch on Ted just to make sure he doesn't do anything sneaky. Does he have any snacks? Uh, (laughs) So Zula, as you guys, like, drift off to sleep, you pull out this thingy that you stole from the office. It's like a orb. It's like a tiny eyeball that's made out of, like, crystal and glows a little bit. This little eyeball thing, it's like warm to the touch, and it's like so smooth that it's almost slippery, like it would slip right out of your hands. Who knows what this eyeball thing is going to do. I guess we'll find out in a later episode. (gasps) In the morning, actually, before you guys head to the monastery, Gram-Gram has a little bit of a date with Grocky. I'm going on a hot date, as you guys would say. I'm just in the corner, like, meditating. (laughs) I don't even know. I just want to sharpen my axe and be like, we're we're fugitives, Graham Graham. I want to see my grocky. As long as you come back safe. I will try to. Don't forget your frying pan. Always got (laughs) it on me. You sort of sneak your way there, and you get to your spot, your little secluded section of this alleyway that's got a pretty tree with a pretty flowered bush Mm. and uh, some plant life. And nobody's there yet. Do you want to say a little prayer while you wait? I do. How did you know? <laughs> I just had a hunch. I just... Oh, L day being in the Guardians has been so exhilarating. I haven't felt more alive in all my hundreds of years. It's so wonderful being called a hero by a little boy. It made my day or life... I don't know, but I feel like I'm on the right path. I just really hope Groggy shows up and we have some good tea. Galula. Dearie. And he approaches and you guys uh, embrace. Awkward turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Awkward turtle hug, It creates a ball. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that you're here. Your shell feels very smooth. Did you wax it? Oh, I was worried you would be out of teas. Oh, my favorite blend of the Grilula's oolong. <laughs> <laughs> he tells you that people don't really think that you are the evil slayer that they're making you out to be in all the wanted posters. And uh, a lot of people that were regulars at the shop have come to him and asked him if he knows where you are or if he can Ooh. get a message to you. And, and he's always said, no, 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 but... One more person came up, somebody that you had sold a sweater to before, uh, a nice, nice person, and 
they had this one request and it seemed like they really needed your help and since you're a guardian, I figured maybe you could. Does that impress you? You always impress me, Gorlula. Oh. And he hands you this little envelope and it's, uh, can you roll a D100 to see what monster we encounter next okay. for me? 82. Yeah, it looks like it, yeah. yeah, 82. So uh, you see this letter from, from another soul who needs help, and uh, you can't help but to think that you can save this person, and you and your fellow guardians really could make a difference in this city. We've already got quite a lot on our plate. How urgent is this? It seemed life or death. <gasps> oh. And of course, only if you're going to be safe. Well, I'm trying my best to keep everyone safe, but Eldaith knows best. I do miss you and know that we're doing good. Her mascara is smearing down her face. (laughs) (laughs) She's on way too much makeup. And um, And too much perfume because she knew she was going to see Grocky. And he'll let them know that you can help? I would. Okay. Like to help. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just slow. This is the end of episode five. Looks like we're on a journey to try and make our way back to this monastery that might be in danger. Mm. Although we might have some distractions on the way as things keep uh, popping up. How's everybody's characters feeling at the end of this episode? I think I still feel the same as the last one. I'm still, you know, conflicted mm-hmm. by, about, you know, good and evil and all that stuff. After. Praying to Eldaith and seeing Groggy, my tummy is full of butterflies. <laughs> uh, Zula feels like she needs to get some glasses or like start working out. <laughs> she can, she'd be scared of heights forever. Zula keeps getting the final kill, though. It's true. Like, I can't open a jar, so I give it to everyone else, and they can't open it, but they loosened it enough <laughs> to where I could just pop it open. Spill out that all is the a good, sauce. That's a good analogy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Durbin, Durbin was a huge help on this one, for sure. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Roll For It Season 2, and uh, catch you next time. Bye. That's the end. Goodbye. <laughs> happy birthday if it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. Not happy birthday if it's not. <laughs> Rude. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rollforitpod. See you there.